Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. I am joined tonight by Wisconsin Zone, Isabel Ritchie, also known as Izzy. Where are you from in Wisconsin? Uh, I'm from Milwaukee, uh, born and raised there. I moved to Canada later on, but Wisconsin's still uh, definitely my home at heart. I forgot to mention also that you're in this from Bellas. You play strings. What does that all include? So it's mostly violin. When we started off as a band, we were, had a little bit more of a folky sound. So uh, it started off just kind of fiddle and violin. And then as the band has gone on over the years and we have more orchestral parts and stuff, I get to play around in the studio and do viola and cello and all sorts of different stuff. So it's a lot of fun. Is there a huge difference between those instruments? I feel like you would only know how to play like one. (laughs) (laughs) Between the violin and viola, there's not uh, that big of a difference. Cello, I will have to say the parts I play are very simple. I wouldn't I wouldn't play cello on stage. I have a lot a little help with by the engineers with that one. Uh, last time you were in Madison was back in June of 2019. And you guys did a mini session with us. That was right after the Toronto Raptors knocked the Milwaukee Bucks out of the playoffs. A couple of times during the session, the banter got a little spicy, but nothing too bad. Have you had to represent Wisconsin against your Canadian bandmates any other times? Yeah, I definitely try and uh, represent for Wisconsin. It usually doesn't come head to head in the same way it did with the Bucks and the Raptors, though. And I just kind of mostly tried to like stay out of the way. I'm like, don't ask me any questions. Just uh, going to be over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. Your <laughs> new Bucks. song, yeah, Greatest Enemy, was actually written in 2019, right? That's right. And that was before the European tour. Do you think the excitement around this song would be the same if you had released it before the pandemic? You know what? It was, the song comes from a really personal place about um, Simon's personal struggles and the band's personal struggles, but it really just feels like it makes a lot of sense right now with the year that everyone's had to put it out now. Um, So I think the excitement is definitely higher just because I feel like it's going to reach a lot more people and be relatable uh, kind of unfortunately to a lot more people who are, have gone through all sorts of different struggles this year. And the Strombellas have never really shied away from these hard topics. I mean, how much do you have say in lyrical content or the musical content, or is it something that you're kind of more honored to be a part of that other people can put words to their feelings that way? You know, it depends on the song. So um, some songs are more collaborative, but a song like this one that has a lot of more personal lyrics, the lyrics really come from Simon's heart and his personal struggles. And, you know, we want him to be able to tell his story in the way that he's comfortable with and, and makes sense. Um, but then musically is where we all kind of come together to support the song and really make it a Strombella song and kind of put our own flavor on. And so that's where we come together in the music. From the press release, it says that Simon was hospitalized when his depression got a little too difficult for him to handle on his own. And then you guys canceled the Canadian tour. And that was actually just a few weeks before the pandemic got to North America. That was a lot of stuff for you guys to all deal with in a pretty short amount of time. Yeah, it was it was tough, definitely going through that and having to cancel the tour and just being there as much as we could to support Simon as he was sort of on the road to recovery. You know, we had a lot of stress at the time thinking, when are we going to be able to 
reschedule these tour dates because we never, absolutely last thing you ever want to do is cancel a tour. But in a small way, like if there's one silver lining for us as a band, um, we sort of already were going through pandemic hit in March and we are sort of mentally prepared in that way to give ourselves time to recover, give Simon time to really rest up and take all the time he needed until he was well enough to, you know, get back in the studio and start making music again. So in a way, it gave us a little space to be able to heal. Also in the press release, David mentions how it felt. You were all isolated and away from each other. And you guys have been a band for a long time, touring together, recording together. You guys are around each other all the time. How did you acclimate to being home and isolated? It's so strange. I'm sure musicians and crew members feel this just across when you're so used to spending so much of your time on the road and time on a tour bus with this group of people, with your colleagues, but also, you know, some of your best friends. And then, you know, to be home and home in such an intense way with the, you know, lockdowns and restrictions, uh, definitely was an adjustment and playing less music, not seeing each other, but it did give us a chance to spend more times with our families who I'm, who we miss a lot on the road. So as soon as things opened up a little bit in the summer and we were able to get in the studio to record the song, it was so nice to be able to see each other. And it's, it's nice to be in the same room as people, you know, as much as zoom and email are there and we're lucky for it. It's not the same. Yeah. Do you consider the guys in the band like family? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I kind of can't, I was just talking to John, our guitar player the other day that I can't believe how long we've been a band and I've known them. We're like, I think it's been, now I'm going to get it wrong, but it's been 11 or 12 years. Now I've lost track of time, but that's (laughs) a long time to be in a band with people. You know, I kind of can't remember not being in the band at this point. I've been lucky enough to see you guys during the mini session when you were in Madison, see your show. And then I also got to see you guys at a artist showcase in Louisville. And something about the band that comes through a little bit when you guys are on stage, but really comes through a lot in these like mini sessions or your showcases is how hilarious everyone in the band is. You look at it from the outside and you're like, they must just laugh until they cry all the time. (laughs) Thank you. You know, it's like uh, fairly early on in the band's history, we opened for a band that we found out didn't like each other at all. And they toured and they just, you know, they, and I think this happens, right? And I think we all said, if it gets to that point and we're not talking to each other, why are you doing this? Because you know, you have to like each other. You have to get along. You are a family. You're going to have disagreements, but you have to have fun. Otherwise, why are you doing it? Yeah. Is it hard to be the only girl sometimes? Sometimes, but not not in the context of, of just in the band. You know, I, since we are so much like a family, it just feels natural and we've just known each other so long. It's a big, big, happy family. That's awesome. The new song, you guys are working with the Center for Addiction and Mental Health to raise awareness. For any Americans listening or other non-Canadians, that's Canada's largest mental health teaching hospital and one of the world's leading research centers. So even though it's located in Toronto, it helps people worldwide. How do you guys plan on accepting donations for that? We're planning a few different things with them that we're going to be releasing as it comes out, but we'll have some um, donation links up so you can help contribute if if that's a cause that is meaningful to you. It's definitely meaningful to us and anything we can do to support 
research and mental health and, and report just, as you said, in Toronto, but worldwide, the, the more knowledge and research we have about it, the better. So we'll be putting a lot of different, different stuff on, up on social media, excuse me. And hopefully you guys will, you know, we'll see that and hopefully we'll get a good turnout from that. Does a new song mean maybe there's a new album on the way? We're working. We're always writing. I will say that we have a couple other things in the hopper, but uh, it's a little bit of a question mark. We're going to take it one step at a time and, and just kind of see what the world looks like in 2021. And see what the traction is behind your new single. You know, some people are just releasing one song at a time. I mean, as a musician, I'm, I'm obviously, I love albums and stuff, but people are releasing music in all sorts of different ways now with it being so digital. So it gives us the option to kind of just do a single and then see what happens and just keep writing and make sure we're putting out music we love and are, are really passionate about. Let's get personal. <laughs> Tell us about your son. My son. Oh, yeah. He's a, I have a son. His name is Sebastian. We call him Bash, though, which is very fitting. He's very bashy as two-year-olds are. It's <laughs> two and a half. He's awesome. I kind of like what we were talking about before. It's just been amazing to be home so much this year. And at that age, just every day is different and they're learning something fun. So, <laughs> How did you meet your husband? We met on OkCupid. Whoa. Uh, pre, Pre-app uh, days. But, you know, he, it was one of those things where sometimes you meet someone online and then you realize, you know, a lot of people in common. So it was a really natural fit where we were like, oh, I was at that party. Oh, I was at that show too. So, and we've been together. I have no concept of time, but I think seven or eight years, (laughs) hopefully he's not listening. (laughs) So you were already in Strombella's when you met him. Was that weird for him? I think that's good. He kind of, he already knew about the band. Um, He'd seen us, he'd seen our shows before. It it kind of said, it was nice because I think something that musicians struggle with a lot is the touring and the crazy, the strange lifestyle. And he knew what to expect. So that made it easier for us, I think. Yeah. He knew what he was getting into. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever get nervous before a show? I will tell you. It's shows in Wisconsin are like the only shows I get nervous. You can be playing for a huge crowd. Say I'm playing in Nashville. I don't know anyone. If I leave and they're like, oh, that violin player was really strange. I'll never have to see those people again. (laughs) But when I'm in a show in Wisconsin, my family is awesome, especially Madison. That's where all my cousins and stuff live. And they come out and they bring their coworkers and they bring everything. And I'm like, the pressure is on because I don't want to embarrass my cousins. <laughs> Normally, you know, you, th- you assume everybody's looking at Simon. Yeah, I can just do my thing. But no, in Madison, everybody is looking at you. <laughs> yeah, I got to be on when I'm playing at shows in Madison and Milwaukee. Like, I, ha- I have people there. Yeah. Did you pick up any new hobbies or interests while you were in quarantine? You know, I've, I've gone through all the, you know, the TikTok food trends, the baking bread, you know, that's, that's kind of it. Like a lot more baking and uh, cooking and stuff like that. And social media. Did you find out that you were really good at baking bread? No, I'm not good. Our, uh, I actually, um, our guitar player is like one of the few people who's kept it up and he's got become like a fantastic bread maker. So I just uh, steal from him. You guys can just have like an artisan bread booth. When you go out on tour again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like merch exactly. and then artisan bread. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you always want to see something different at the merch booth. How about bread? <laughs> yeah. 
And many people have expressed appreciation and you did earlier for the quality time with family during the pandemic. Is there anything you've learned about your husband that you didn't know before? That's a good question. I'm thinking, I think I learned he's very, he's a lot tidier than I am. We have learned this. Normally I'm not around enough to like wreak havoc on our home. Um, but now I am, I'm, I guess I'm pretty messy. So, uh, I've had to get my act together a little bit cause he's, uh, he's quite clean, which is fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time. It's really cold and snowy and it's nice to connect. Yeah, it's really cold and snowy here too. So it's it's nice to be cozy inside and talking. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for uh, talking to me and talking about the new single. I'm really excited for it to be out there and everyone to hear it.